1: Kind of lagged a little bit behind like the three-point yeah revolution started later in his career and he kind of lagged behind that although he was like competent he was he was okay yeah um but that's when all of these guys grew up right these, that's who they were watching coming up and so that their impression of what basketball was kobe was kobe was the goat at it we've yeah. now learned that there's probably more efficient ways i'll use your word not mine i would say better you'll say more efficient. We've mm-hmm. now learned that there are more efficient ways to get buckets. Um, so I tend towards somebody was asking me about. <clears throat> excuse me, somebody was asking me. Kobe's I, way is cooler.
0: So much cooler.
1: No, fine, fine. I don't disagree so with much that. Cooler. <laughs> you, you, you don't like the Harden style, right? The, I, I hate. It's it. only three. It's threes
0: and layups and free throws. He mastered that. I, I'm also like I'm also. I have to cop to my biases even beyond like Kobe being my favorite player of all time. Like even beyond that, James Harden is my least favorite good player of all time. I can't even call him great. I, I, I I have to, I can't, I can't do it because like greatness, greatness implies leadership. Greatness implies like, you know, the intangibles that Harden is an absolute dog shit at. And so like, I, I like when, when, like when, when we talk about like Kobe and, and Harden in particular, I have to like almost <laughs> was. Well, we only do that myself. because they're both. i like, like, shooting guards. I, I, I can't like. I love this guy over hard, here, now and I point absolutely point. hate this. <laughs> like yeah, every right. like the fiber of his being oh, <laughs> as I, a basketball I player. You, over I there. have told
1: you. <laughs> I have told you many times. I don't like it either. Yeah, I do not like. I I recognize his greatness, but we're talking about James, but I. I do not like it either. Yeah, he is a lot of my NBA fandom over the last ten years or so is yeah. based on James Harden and Chris Paul not winning titles. Like yeah. that is what I have to. That is what I root for. But they're both damn good players. James Harden is. James Harden is like one of the. I don't. Whatever. James Harden is is an all time great as a, as an offensive player. Like all time. Ty- like top few he is a <sighs> several or something james harden is again the winning let's not let's the regular season matters the playoffs he has not had great success in the playoffs let's be mm-hmm. honest about that kind and important. kobe kobe in, obviously in analyzing famous, greatness kobe on honest obviously is a very famous winner and killer and put everything every drop of everything you have into it and james seems to not take it quite as seriously as Kobe um, kind of important. And, and Kobe graders. obviously is a very, you know, obviously is, is one of the great winners uh, of, of all time. You know, there's not a lot of guys that have five titles and Kobe is yeah. on that, that, that short list. So fair, fair, but just as an offensive player, even if you don't like it aesthetically, I know you specifically have, uh, you have a sp- specific disdain for the grifting. Um, and he is, he, but he mastered it. Like that is what the game is now. And he has mastered not now. He's not as good. He's still a good player, but not as good, but go back like three, four years when the game turned into threes and free throws and, and dunks layups and dunks. He mastered that. Like Kobe mastered the offensive game of his era. Again, Kobe is a good to very good to great at times defensive player and James mm-hmm. Harden is a disaster. And Kobe so Kobe Kobe clears him easily as a basketball
0: player as an offensive player. <laughs> I I I you know As an offensive player about, I'm like, going to get yelled at. Mastery you're talking about mastery and like for mm-hmm. me uh Kobe mastered a beautiful brand of basketball and James Harden mastered insurance fraud and I just like I can't I can't like, I can't credit somebody, man, you are so good at break checking people and getting rear ended all the time. Like I, I, I just,
1: I can't okay. find, so like I'll use, I'll use the analogy
0: I that I used last time where it's like, you know, you always see these, you know, uber rich people, billionaires oh man, it's such a shrewd business actually, I'm, I'm, um, I'm listening to Pearlman's book and, um, that, that winning time is based off of showtime yeah. is the, is the name of the book. And um, and he he was talking at the beginning of it about uh, Jack, Kent Cook, uh, is the owner is before the, the Bus family, mm-hmm, the original, yeah, the, the yeah, exactly, and um, and you know it's some of these quotes like, man, he was just this like shrewd business person. He was such as he was so far ahead of the curve when it came to business and business this and business that, and 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 then like they get around to, well, yeah, but he also didn't pay anybody. Like everybody he employed was insanely underpaid if paid at all. And, and it's like, that's not shrewd business to me. That's just being an asshole, you know? I mean, and, I mean, it's both. Well, sure. But like, but like, I, I don't know. I, I personally, um, like the counter to that, the opposite, um, example of that was, uh, Dr. buss overpaying his players so that they were that much more invested in the, yep. in the organization that paid them as such. Right. Yep. And like, and that wound up working fine from a business perspective, <laughs> I would did, say Dr. Did. Bus and the it Bus did. family are doing okay at this point, despite, you know, actually, so you know, appears. paying people. So it um, appear. and that to me, is like that, you know, that's, that's the comparison. Jack Kent cook is, is the James Harden grifter who, was so shrewd as to never pay anybody a deserved salary and kobe was somebody to me that symbolizes everything that i i I love to watch for the game there was like a a beauty in it okay that that like that's fair when he when he would have the ball in isolation well sure but like aesthetics is is part of what we watch basketball for isn't it no absolutely absolutely which which is is why you
1: love kobe and hate james yeah fine but that's not but that's not the that's not the argument. all right let me crystallize this. all right so you prefer that style of basketball which is fine mm-hmm. everybody has their what whatever they like better that's fine. Kobe was a master ma- mastered his craft we're just talking offense. Kobe mastered his craft mm-hmm. James mastered his craft in a different style in a different era of basketball in a different style of basketball
0: yeah and I'm saying he his mastered era insurance fraud th- fine.
1: Cool. Insurance fraud is more efficient than fall-away twos. Yeah, hard with a hand work in your face. Yeah, I Fine. agree. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I am saying that Kobe, Kobe was an A plus master, an all time great master of what he did. James Harden is an A plus all time master of what he does. What James Harden does, even if we don't like it, is better offense.
0: No, it isn't, and the reason it isn't is because. Kobe has the rings to speak for his offense, and Fair. Harden has zero to show for his offense.
1: Yeah, but I mean, there is some more context than just that.
0: I mean, sure, Kobe played against pretty good teams too in his day.
1: No, 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 I mean, I mean, like teammates matter, uh, matchups matter, injuries matter. You know, yeah, I mean, I, the 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 KD the KD Warriors matter.
0: Sure. But like the, the, the Lakers were playing again, like the, the Kings helped revolutionize and were way ahead of the curve. The Lakers beat them despite those, that.
1: Those, those, I think that those, those, that Kings team and the Rockets that Harden's rockets that couldn't get over the hump against the Warriors are the two best teams that never won a title in my opinion. Yeah. And then so you have I like agree, the, like Tim
0: Duncan was in, played in his era and Tim Duncan is categorically a, a top 10 player you know, as well, you know, uh, Kobe had peers at his position, right? Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, you know, players who, uh, if Kobe wasn't around would be talked about in in that same light as well, but Kobe was around. And, and so I,
1: Brandon Roy was pretty damn good too.
0: Yeah. Right. And, and so, God, that's such a bummer the way that his career went, but, but yeah, I, 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 can we talk about James Harden getting fined now? See, I've been, I will, this has I been, will, this has I been will. a
1: half an hour segue. See how I combined I, sure. it?
0: it. It was, I, and and we'll talk about it here in a second. The last point that I want to make, and um, it's going to be interesting. So it's going to be happening in early February. So the, mm. the NBA season will be, yeah, let's talk about uh, that, yeah. will be taking place. That should and, be right. Um, I don't
1: know the date yet, but that is generally right around the trade deadline. So that'll be a couple days either way from the trade deadline, I would imagine. I almost exactly when it is. Let me. I am really curious
0: uh, which players make an effort to get there because, like you, like you talked about uh, the, you know, not only is it that Kobe meant a lot in his playing career, meant a lot to a lot of players, but you also had like the Kobe Challenge, right? And and, in one of my favorite things that popped up um, after Kobe's passing was how many athletes regardless of sport were like yeah kobe would text me and talk to me yeah. about this game and talk to me about this and talk to me about why does nba.com
1: not list the, the trade deadline it's as weird. a key date
0: yeah continue i'll keep looking um and 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 i uh you know you 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 could zoom out and you could uh the day that the nba resumed right after kobe passed and there were so many players Uh, the one that always pops into my mind is Devin Booker, who was just like sitting there bawling on the court, you know? And I am really curious to see schedule permitting how many players try to be there or, or at the very least, how many players when they do come to, to play against the Lakers or play against the Clippers will go out of their way to, you know, show their respect to that statue and stuff after it is unveiled, um, so because, I would, because he, he, he means yeah. that much to the sport.
1: I would um uh, but uh February 9th, yeah. The next day is um oh wait, is that twenty? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh the trade deadline will be right right there. Um yeah, so if if his jersey retirement is any indication, I mean there were tons and tons of of uh, his teammates there. Uh, you know, former teammates, um, you know, like there was a DJ Benga sighting, um, I actually <laughs> DJ I, actually, on. I saw, uh, you know, funny, funny enough, um, I hadn't seen Ruben in, uh, in years. I saw, I, I got to catch up with Ruben Patterson then I haven't seen him since, but, uh, you know, he was around when I was with the Blazers and he was the quote unquote, Kobe stopper Kobe stopper. <laughs> Interesting. Um, But so, but there were also like a ton of um, a ton of like current NBA players. Um, So I would imagine depending on, and there were, there were guys that like left their team and flew uh, for the Memorial. Also, there were guys that, that left, you know, like left a road trip to fly in and then would, would go back. So I would imagine there will be a significant NBA presence, both, you know, Laker legends, former Kobe teammates who may not, you know, who may not. Maybe we'll get a Chris Mim. Exciting. <laughs> um, and also like. He'll current, foul the statue. <laughs> current NBA <laughs> he's
0: players. Gonna, he's going to fall into the statue.
1: <laughs> They're always, those are always, and it'll be, it'll be a big deal, but those are always weird games. <clears throat> Excuse me yeah when they do this the statue because like they'll do a ceremony outside by the statue before I, like the elgin baylor one comes to mind pretty significantly and like they'll do a whole presentation and sometimes there are better attended than others <laughs> shall we say <laughs> and then everybody like wanders their way into the arena after that and i'm sure i'm sure there will be i'm gonna say we what an awful thing for me to say i'm sure there will be a, a party um you know, for, for, for those people, the dignitaries and such, I would imagine Adam Silver would, will be in town. Um, So those are always strange games. And I just looked it up and it's against the nuggets, which is interesting. You know, (laughs) usually when you do your homecoming game, (laughs) you know, like in college football, your homecoming game is generally one, you know, you invite the recruits and you think it's somebody you you got a pretty good chance to beat. I it's, 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 I mean, it has to be right. Because, you know, I'm sure the Lakers, told the the NBA that they wanted to have a game um on 2824 uh none of these things happened by accident and I'm sure they want it to be a game of some significance I assumed it would be against the Warriors
0: or the Clippers but is it a TNT game I'm looking I don't know what day of the week is it let me see I'm looking February 2nd is a Friday so that would mean ESPN no, would have 8, been, eight, eight, eight is a, a Thursday. Then that's it. So TNT it'll be a TNT game. Yeah, game.
1: That's a TNT yeah. game, yeah. Yeah, so. Um so it'll be yeah, it'll it'll um and this is this was the other thing I wanted to say early the it's one of my favorite things about being associated with the Lakers is nobody does this sort of thing better than the Lakers. Yeah. Um Yeah the spectacle of it is, is incredible. And it's always like first class, everything, top notch, everything. Um, obviously, as, as I said, there will be a, there will be a, I'm sure there will be a party up in the Lexus um, area. Um, and it'll be sad and it'll be wonderful and it'll be celebratory and also, you know, a little melancholy and um, yeah, it's going to be, it's gonna be awesome. Um, and the Lakers do this better than oh, but you wanted to say like what what the statue would be? Oh yeah. It's it's gotta be it's gotta be like the one legged fadeaway, like the turnaround fadeaway, right? It's gotta do you think be, it'll be a
0: play or do you think because I actually think it'd be cooler either the game that he like so after he scored eighty one, right? He famously walks off the court with one finger held up. That yeah. that would be a cool look. Um they're saying that Gigi is going to be involved too. So hmm. I also kind of guess, wonder yeah, maybe then maybe you can't do the, uh, you know, his, 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 his like one legged
1: kind of turnaround fadeaway that he got from Jordan and perfected. And yeah. people think that that should
0: be the NBA logo, which I wouldn't be, be against. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of wonder if it'll be the image of him and Gigi, uh, sitting there, the game that you talked about, right. Where he's wearing mm-hmm. the the WNBA hoodie, or the, 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 you know, the now famous clip of him, like talking Gigi through the game and all of that. Um, I kind of wonder if, if that'll be it. Um, I would be fine with that. Uh, and then, you know, the one actually behind me, right. Where, um, he's up on the scores table and he's flexing, having just won a championship against the Celtics. And, uh, you know, that, Sitting him sitting there at the scores table. I don't know how you would involve Gigi there. Um, Yeah, that one. That's
1: if Gigi's and I don't know the answer to this. Um, I'll find I can find out. But if 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 you've heard that Gigi is going to be in it, or you know that Gigi is also going to be in it, then that makes it a little bit more difficult to have it be kind of some in action basketball play, which the rest of them are. Right? It's I don't even know what Magic's is, but you know, like Shaq dunking, hanging on the rim. So yeah, I don't know. You almost can't go wrong with with this, yeah. and and yeah, it'll be it'll be a, it'll be a special night.
0: There's also a clip of him like coaching Gigi through that fadeaway. Like he's he's mm. he's co- so I kind of wonder if that would that kind be of cool, yeah, you know where where he's like you know showing Gigi how to do it and she's doing it there next to him. I think that would be kind of cool as well. But um, yeah, we'll see. And like you said, the Lakers do this really really well. Shaq's statue was legit legitimately like groundbreaking. The fact that it's like hanging in the way that it does. Yeah. Um, I love chicks Memorial, right? I was going to say, I mean, that's the only
1: one. Well, and uh, was Bob Miller, I think is the, uh, the Kings, uh, LA Kings broadcaster. Uh, He has a statue there. So the two of them are, you know, obviously (laughs) they're, they're not running through, uh, through layup lines on their statue. Right. But so they're the two that are kind of, not in action. I mean, they're in action, but their action is, is different. So yeah, maybe, maybe something can be done in that, like similar to that. Yeah. If, and maybe it should, if it's going to include Gigi, but I do like your idea of him. I don't, I don't know if you can convey him coaching her through that fadeaway in, you know, in in stasis, right. In a, in a statue. I don't, I don't know if you can convey that, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a great night.
0: All right, let's move on to Harden getting fined. Uh, he gets a $100,000 fine from the league, uh, the most that they could have uh, given him. They are framing it around a public trade demand, which is illegal in the CBA, mm-hmm. um, and and potential withholding of services, which is also obviously very illegal in the CBA. Um, I... Initially, I saw a lot of people reacting to like, wait, you can't find a player for calling an executive a liar, right? Because now you're, you know, are you are you saying that Daryl Morey isn't a liar by way of that by way of that fine? But eventually the league did kind of clear it up and they did say that it was for um, breaking the rule that you cannot publicly trade uh, or demand a trade or say that you won't play for a team, even if you're healthy or whatever. Um, and and I, after that, like, I think it, it made sense. Um, again, the the, the uh, players' association is going to be appealing it to try to bring that number down or get rid of the final together. I do kind of think though that like it signaled to me, um, like I've I've found myself wondering if this is the league like putting its foot down on on uh, this extent of the player empowerment era where not only are they demanding trades but they are saying one team, not a list of teams, not I'm working with you to get, you know, to, to, so that you get a, de- a decent return on my exit as well. Uh, no, I am treating my trade demand as, uh, extended free agency or a version of free agency. And I think the league has stepped in it, by way of this, uh, fine, the way that things went with Ben Simmons and, and, uh, with their memo to, uh, Damian Lillard that the league is stepping in and saying like, all right, this has gotten a little out of control.
1: Yes to all that. I mean, the league is in a rough spot here because they are having to fight against like the stuff you just talked about with Dame um, and set a precedent here. James knew what he was doing and he did it on purpose. And I think I said last week on, on your show, and certainly when this fine was, was, um, came out on Twitter, I said that like there were two possibilities here. One is that, and, and again, we talked about last week that there was no follow up question to what did he lie about. Um, yeah. the NBA in their investigation seems to have followed up with that. And there were two possibilities. One was when I opt in, they said they were going to trade me, and that's not happening. So and that is what in the investigation the NBA came up with or that James said, which is what he should have said, because the other possibility is worse for him and it's worse for uh, the Sixers and it's worse for the league, which is probably what happened. But that possibility is if I gave money back last offseason, then they were going to make me whole and they were going to take care of me this offseason, which is circumventing the salary cap. This is just like a violation of a rule. You can't make a trade demand public, which he didn't actually do. He... what,
0: but not explicitly, yeah.
1: Right. He said, like, I will not be a part of an organization. That's not demanding a trade. That's just saying... I mean, he could be saying, hey, 76ers, you better fire him because I won't be around. So that is not him making a trade demand, but it is him in now private saying that he was making a trade demand he was going to get traded and he didn't that's best for James if I don't believe it but that's best for that's best for James that's best for the league and that's best for the 76ers because if if the alternative is I was going to give money back and then they were going to make you know make me whole plus give me a contract take care of me that's circumvention of the salary cap which is much much worse than to have that public is much much worse. Of course it happens, but that's much much worse. And they would have fined Mori for it. And I yes, and then the Sixers also get in trouble, correct? Yeah. Perhaps losing draft picks. Um I don't I th- but the league is in a tough spot because and I agree that their clarification is the best that they can do saying we're finding him for making a, a public trade demand, but he didn't make a public trade demand. So I think the league is in a rough spot, but they have to as you say with with the Ben Simmons situation and now even especially with with Dame the league had to do something i think their footing is a little shaky here yeah i do expect if they if it goes to arbitration i mean the 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 players association is going to challenge any fine yeah um and they should that's that's what they're they're there to advocate for the players right or wrong right like they're you know lawyers my mom was a defense lawyer <laughs> And be like, yeah, I mean, sure. Most of the people here I think did it. Who cares? Like yeah. I'm here to advocate for my client. That's it's about the law and the law says you advocate for your client. Yeah. Um, so that's what the, the players associations function is. They have to try to advocate for their players rightly or wrongly. That's what they're going to do. But I think they will. I think they're going to have some success here if it goes to arbitration, because like, I again, I think the league's footing is shaky here because he didn't publicly demand a trade. He just didn't like they're finding him for that statement, but he, in that statement, he did not publicly demand a trade. You can infer that if you want, but he didn't. So I think this is going to be fascinating. I understand the league is in a rough spot, I understand why the league did what it did. Um, yeah, and this is as you talk about a lot, this is pushback against this is the league and and the various owners this is their pushback against the superstar empowerment that seems to have gone past you know the the days of lebron wanting to team up with whoever and lebron only signing one year deals so that he can force uh cleveland basically <laughs> he can force cleveland's hand into making whatever moves that he wants to try to keep him around this is like that to the whatever power. And I think the the league and the owners are nervous that if we don't get this kind of curtailed a little bit, that the slaves are going to run the plantation.
0: I, I, (laughs) There's no way for me to respond to that and not feel awkward. (laughs) That's why I said it.
1: (laughs) The inmates are going to run the asylum. Like what? Like, Yeah. what what do you want like there there becomes a point where the ownership loses power control over their league right this is not the players league it's the old white people's league that own Mm -hmm. the teams and at some point (laughs) right like the balance of power has shifted quite a bit over the last five to ten years um and i think they're nervous about that. They are, they are concerned about that. And so I think this is kind of a line in the sand that has been drawn.
0: Yeah. I, I would, um, compare it to, and I'm not infantilizing the, the players here, but, um, we got Avery or not. We, my, um, my us call it called? a family friend, uh, got Avery this like tiny little karaoke machine okay. for her birthday. And I want to see um, this goes, yeah so she uh so she she gets this uh this karaoke machine which unfortunately cannot have its volume turned down (laughs) like okay (laughs) whatever
1: your family friends spared no expense
0: (laughs) just got the the finest technology blondie uh she was just like over the moon, so happy. She was just like, gave us this grin on her way out the door. Like, you guys are going to hate this like, gift. <laughs> okay. So, um, but like Avery, Avery is very much my daughter in that. Like she pushes the boundaries. She wants to see like, all right, where's the line? Where's the line? When's dad, when's mom going to react? Right. And so she'll start by singing on it and, and, you know, it'll be like normal voice. And what is her, what is her
1: song of choice? What is she, what's her karaoke song?
0: She's uh I don't know if you ever saw the movie The Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman and it. that yeah, sounds spidenial. like white people stuff. No, I've not seen that. Yeah, I would probably say so. Um I've never even but heard of that, to be honest. It's about it's about um Barnum and Bailey and the circus, right? The making okay. of, of yeah, the yeah. Cir- circus. Um okay. I it's a really good movie. I, I really enjoy it. But um there's a song on there called From Now On that is like the you know, after the big climactic moment in the movie it's like this outburst of energy and and all of this stuff and like the, the protagonist is figured has finally figured it out you know what what he's been missing this whole time and okay. and and uh so she will start by singing it, and the, and the song starts out kind of lows and then and then the the chorus is like from now and she just like screams she's it. it's melting it out From you know and, and okay and so like i i'll you know i'll deal with like i'll deal with her singing it like in a normal level it's a loud speaker we put it in her room anyway so and she's not allowed to sing obviously when miles is sleeping right down the hallway but like when they're both up and and she and and she does good things that's one of her rewards and she she hits that she hits that like sound barrier that is my line in the sand guys- She's fun all right that's enough like all right we're good here we're good like that's play. and i really kind of feel like that's what the owners have done right yep. they dealt with they dealt with you know up to a point up to a point up to a point up to a point and then the, the players started screaming now! and they're like all right we're ben ben that's enough <laughs> you know james damien enough <laughs> turn off the karaoke machine yeah. <laughs> you're sending dame to his room without without supper no i like I, i'm not I punishing like her like suffer. and I, and i don't think like i don't think the owners are punishing the players necessarily well in this case harden literally is but, no they're just
1: yes they're trying to but they're like in. they're they're yeah, trying
0: yeah, yeah. to yeah they're trying to to you know enforce that line in the sand they have everybody has now realized the point where the owners get just uncomfortable enough to react and the players have now seen that and now they're all going to see we're we're going to see how far back the pendulum swings, if it's, if it swings back at all or whatever, if this is just like the new status quo and this is where like the power structure is going to sit until the next thing happens that offsets it. Um, whatever, but, but I, 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 James Harden getting traded, I, I it doesn't matter. He's like, wherever he gets traded, it's not going to change the title implications, especially if he goes to the Clippers. Cause he's just like so perfectly a Clipper in, in, in that, like never I mean, before has player and organization better. Like they're, they're all so fraudulent and he would be so perfectly <laughs> fraudulently a clipper that like, I mean, look, he,
1: you're not going to get me to say anything nice about the clippers, but um
0: I mean, like, let's not lose sight of the fact that James can still hoop. Like he would, he would, it would not matter at all. It would not matter even a little bit. Like the Kawhi still can't stay upright. And Paul George is having same of the same problems. And, James Harden's a fraud so like I don't think it would
1: James can still hoop yeah sure he
0: he, he can indeed still pump the brakes and get rear-ended it is true (laughs) he is still very good at that